Happy Tuesday. Today we are going to talk about four reasons why it is important for you to get out there and play golf with your members or golfers at your facility. All coming up after the intro. Here we go. This is the Find the Green podcast with your host, PGA Master Professional, Jason Rockhold. Hello and welcome. Today we are talking about playing with golfers, playing with members. As a golf professional, it is very imperative that you get out there and spend some time with those people that come to the golf course, spend their hard-earned money to play the golf course that you are at, and really get to know them on a much deeper level. And we're going to talk about four things today on what you need to do, how you need to do it, and how it can benefit not only the golf course, but your your pocketbook as well. So I'll give you a quick little summary of the four things. Number one, it establishes rapport. Number two, it establishes credibility for you. You can also, number three, grow your lesson base. And number four, get some soapbox advocates for the golf course. So let's go ahead and dive right in. The first one, establish some rapport. You've got a lot of golfers that come out there and they play three, four days a week. And at this point, you might know them as Mr. Jones or Mr. Jackson or whoever they are coming in, member number 1256. But the more that you can get out there and spend a little bit of time on the golf course, you'll be able to start to put a little bit of personality with them, understand the game that they have when you go out there and play with them. And I want you to know right now, I don't want you to go out and play with all the low handicap golfers that are at your golf course. It's a great thing if you can go out and play with everybody out there, but those 30 and 40 handicappers are probably going to benefit you more than going out and playing with the low handicap players. And the reason for that is a lot of those golfers that are just getting into the game and trying to learn why you love the game, they're going to learn so much more from you the four hours or two hours that you spend with them on the golf course than somebody that goes out and shoots 36, 34, whatever it is. You're going to be able to teach them a few things but the people that are really going to love this time that you spend with them are those mid to high handicappers that are just going out to the golf course trying to understand the game and you being an advocate for the game of golf you can go out there and show them some of the really cool shots that you can hit and you can also go out there and show them the reasons why you love the game so by going out and playing with golfers of all skill levels it allows you to get some people on your side get some people that will know you as a person a lot deeper when they come into that pro shop they'll stop and say hey how you doing Jason it was really great going out and playing golf with you a couple weeks ago some of the things that you said to me were really great and I actually learned a little bit on how to do that and my scores are really starting to notice that that's one of the best things that you can have on your side is somebody that is going to say some great things about you and if anybody asks about you they're going to be the first ones to tell you so by establishing that rapport, you're going to be able to get those people on your side. Number two, what it also does is it
it allows you to establish credibility. At this time, there's a lot of people that will come out and they'll look at you as nothing more than somebody that is somewhat interested in golf and knows how to run the cash register. So what this can do is it'll allow you to go out there and say, I'm a lot more than just somebody that knows what kind of shirts that we have in the pro shop or what kind of golf ball you need. I actually know a little bit about this game and it'll get you out there on the golf course where you're going to hit some shots that they can't hit. You can show them a little bit on how you do it. You can get out of places that they couldn't even dream of getting out of like a plugged line, a bunker or behind a tree or any of the million different places that you could get your golf ball in. Also, it allows you to talk in depth about golf, like the different rules that are coming up, the new rules that happened last year, your take on what they're doing and how that improves the game. Also, the different products that are coming out, the new drivers that are on their way out, if they're some of the best things that you can do, or if a new golf ball is what the direction that they should go with their dollars. And now you can even dive into things like course management and how important it is is to only hit it a certain distance on some holes or hitting it to the center of the green instead of chasing a flag that's right on the edge. A lot of different things that you can do to establish the credibility that you have as a golf professional is getting out there and physically doing it in front of them and explaining to them why you do it. If you go out to the golf course and you're really quiet and you just go through the entire round, those people are going to see what you're doing. But unless you really connect with them and talk to them, they're not really going to understand why you do the different things. So they might not really truly grasp the depth that you have as a golf professional. If you hit a ball and it goes in between these two bunkers and you talk to them and say, well, the reason why I did that is it allows me to have a better angle into the flag. Otherwise, they would just think, well, maybe that's where most people hit it. So no big deal. If you really give them reasons for why you're managing the course the way that you are, it will allow you to establish that credibility. Now, establishing credibility leads into number three, grow your lesson base. By going out and playing with these golfers, it will allow you to really connect with them as a person. And it'll also give you a few hours to understand their golf game. You can very easily turn that into a lesson, a lesson package, or an actual playing lesson where you go out and you talk about their game the whole time. These little things like this can really go a long way for your lesson income. So by going out there, watching them play golf, talking to them a little bit about some of the things that you do. And I'm not saying when you're out there that it is 100% a sales pitch on your lesson packages or your lesson rates. The main reason why you're going out there is like we said, number one, to establish that rapport. And as you know, or as you should know as a golf instructor, one of the most important things that you can do is understand what your customer or that student is looking to do with their golf game. And one of the easiest ways to know that is to go out and play golf with them and say, oh, what got you into playing the game? Now you have a clear and crisp idea of what got them into the game, why they're playing and what their goals can be. You can take that information and turn that into less lesson revenue for you. Don't 
sell yourself short with this because not only are you going to be able to impact those people that you're playing, but you're going to impact every person that they talk to about how much fun they had playing golf with you on the golf course. And that steers directly into them taking a lesson and telling everybody that they know that they played golf with you. You saw some stuff. They took a lesson from you and they got better. That is the absolute definition of a word of mouth campaign. Just growing your lesson business by having the people that you come in contact with and the people that have taken your lessons and have gone out and have told everybody they know on how great it is that you help them with their game. Now, on a course level, not only do they get excited about going out and playing with you and establishing that friendship with you and you getting to establish your credibility and grow that lesson base. But number four, it also allows you to start getting some soapbox advocates for the golf course. And this is a big thing for your boss, for the owners of the golf course, is to tell them that getting out there on that golf course allows you to get a few people to be able to understand what you're doing at the golf course. It allows you to talk with them and tell you all the really great things that are happening. Oh, next Tuesday, we're going to and then the greens are going to be as crisp as they can possibly be in about three or four weeks. It's going to be great golf then. We're going to have tournaments. We're going to have some great things that are coming up. It allows you to really connect with them and tell them everything from the management perspective of what you're doing for the golf course and to the golf course. In addition, it allows you to meet these people and really get them to understand that you care a lot for them. You would love to see them come out and play more often and whatever you can do to make that happen is something that will allow them to feel that need or feel that a little sense of belonging that will allow them to come back to the golf course and really feel connected with everybody there from a business perspective this means more rounds and more dollars on that top line and guess what Those people that are soapbox advocates for your golf course, they tend to bring more guests to the golf course. They start to bring more people or tell more people about how great the golf course is. And these things happen just by going out and playing a little bit of golf with them and talking about all the great things that you're doing at the course. All right, so to sum it up, number one, establish rapport. Playing with members establishes a rapport that you're not gonna get any other way. That good personal one-on-one, one-on-three contact to be able to really understand that person and have them understand you. Number two, establish credibility. You can go out there and show that you are more than a cashier. You are somebody that knows everything that they need to know about golf, can show them how to hit those shots and show them the great things that you love about the game and maybe instill a few of those into them. Also, number three, grow your lesson base. Based on your knowledge that you talk about establishing that credibility, that's what's going to grow that lesson base. The more credible that you become as an instructor during that time, the more that they will have an interest in taking lessons from you and also telling their friends to take lessons from you. And lastly, this opportunity gets you some soapbox advocates for the golf course. And there's nothing better for top line revenue than having tons and tons of people say how great the golf course is and how many times they come out and play there because they enjoy coming out for the 
staff and also because the golf course is great. All right, that's all I have for you for this week. If you have any questions, let me know. All of my information is in the outro. I just wanted to give a quick little shout out. This is our 55th episode. We've been doing this for just a tad over a year now and we'd really love to hear from you. Tell us a little bit about what you have got out of the hours and hours of content that we have put on here. Just send me an email. Tell me a little bit about what you've enjoyed about it. And if you have any questions or have any ideas on what you would like to hear for any upcoming episodes, please feel free to leave those in your comments. So send me an email. All of my information is in the outro. Have a great week. See ya. listening to this week's find the green podcast with pga master professional jason rockhold hit subscribe now to get the latest find the green podcast with new episodes uploaded every week email your questions and comments to jrockhold at pga.com or reach out on your favorite social media twitter instagram facebook all at find the green All right, thanks for listening to that sponsored segment. Hey, a quick little bonus. I was wondering if you guys would be interested in hearing some of the outtakes because not every single one of these goes as planned. There tends to be a few things that I cut out, and I can put them all at the end of the episode. If you have interest, please let me know. It's in the outro, which is no longer the outro. It's kind of in between tro. Anyway, I'll talk to you later. Thanks.